Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Don't raise trees just yet. Sit down and strap in for the Ultimate Super Coach Podcast. It's time to win your leagues and dominate your mates. This is the Jewel Position Podcast, hosted by Whisperer and Adrianosaurus. You are listening to the Jewel Position Podcast, hosted by two of the smuggest blokes getting around on Supercoach social media today. I'm joined by a man with big balls, but not quite as big as mine, S.E. Adrianosaurus, my friend. It was a very, very good Sunday for us both. Yeah, definitely. I didn't have the big balls enough to put the captain on him. It was kind of, um, I, I mean, I, I did think about it a bit. I was like, well, look, he, he's a bit underdone. It is a good matchup, but he could re-injure himself and that could hurt. I just got too scared, really. And I really just commend the people that had the balls to just bring him straight in and, and captain him. I, I wasn't. It was never in question for me whether to bring him in because I liked the matchup and I think it was a smart enough gamble to just uh, hope that he gets through the game unscathed. And I think he's a must-have. So that was why I went him. I went Harry Grant. I just thought that was a really juicy matchup. But look, I've had some green arrows. I'm not too far behind you. You've overtaken me now, and you've had a ripping week. I'd love to hear about your rank and stuff, but I've had some some green arrows, and I'm happy with that. Um, yeah. It's a good start. I've got Nico in there. I've got Cleary in there. I've got a nice set of halves, and, I, and I've had some green arrows finally, which I, I'm, I'm happy with. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, we'll touch on uh, every week we do the, you know, the 10 big things we learned from the previous week, and one of them is, is about rank, and we'll touch on that. But, yeah, I guess on a personal level, really, really good. Um, it sounds silly. But non-Nico owners should count themselves very lucky because I genuinely think 250 points could have been there. We had the Braden Hamlin-Uelli drop the ball over the line. Uh, what's that? 30 points for the try assist, line break assist. He'll kick the goal. So, yeah, 32, 33 points. Teague Wilton through the forward pass. So, there's another 17 points with the try. Uh, and then you're going to have the goal kick for that. So, there's another 20, 23 points. We're already at when another... He, when he got pulled off. Even I'm, I was an owner. And when he got pulled off the field before... I was so, like, thanks. So we're, we're already <laughs> we're, we're, we're already at two thirty, uh, and then the sharks had three sets on the on the line of the dragons, and the sharks looked very clunky with no Nico there. So two hundred and fifty points could could have been on the cards. Look, as a, as a captain, I, I cannot be too greedy. Um, but yeah, look, it was nice to have a massive green arrow. Uh, we'll touch on our scores very shortly. But are uh, we moving into uh, around the league? Uh, the last seven days of big Supercoach news. Normally, uh, I'm I'm really scraping the barrel to get some news, but you know the week that was gone by, we've had a lot a lot happen. So, um, in terms of the injury front, we've got AJ Brimson out for four weeks. We've got Tulatau Kola looking like he's out with four to six. Uh, we've got Jack Whiten out for two games with a suspension. Also worth noting, Jack Whiten has informed the Raiders that he's going to be testing the market from. My I, under- couldn't give, I couldn't give a rat's ass. Well, Test the market. From my understanding, he had a he had a, a, a year in his favor, so he could have uh, you know opted to extend it. And I think he's on pretty good money, so his agent must be 
uh, quietly confident if he is going to, you know, test the market. So um, I don't know how he keeps getting all these rep honors. Oh, look, he's he does he's a fair defender, but he goes back to clubland, and we see him. He he might run over for a try, but then he just goes missing for the whole game. I reckon the Raiders have got massive problems in their halves, and I, he's a running five uh, eight. I just reckon he's not a five eight at all, and I. I it's like Suwali go Suwali'i going over to um, Union. I'm just sort of like Jack. Don't don't let the door hit your ass on the way out, mate. Honestly, because it's not enough. He doesn't do enough, and I don't give a shit. Uh, so we have uh, the Supercoach experience in the chat, and they have said uh, white into the Sharks. So I think Jake might have got the uh, the login details tonight, and they've gone to say Sharks to win the comp. So I think Jakey might uh, you know be having the the login details tonight. Um, I think I'd rather Moylan. <laughs> I tell you. Um, so, yeah, Jack Whiten's looking like he's testing the market. Uh, Clint Gutherson uh, is moving to centre, apparently. Uh, the the oh. Parramatta Eels are looking for a game-breaking fullback, which is baffling when Gutho is... Well, you hear it, they reckon it's going to be Jaden Campbell they uh, might be interested in. I mean, Gutho, depending depending on what you like from your fullback, you, you could argue Gutho's top five based off effort and you know what he does for the team. If you like a flashy fullback, yeah, Gutho's not your guy. Um, but you've got two really good halves in Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses. I don't think Gutherson is your problem. Um, so, yeah, I don't understand that one, but Eels each to each their own. Um, probably the best story of the week, Angus Crichton, back at training. You know, we love to see it. Um, some absolutely filth war, uh, going around on social media with some of those screenshots. I'm sure many of you in the chat and, the, and listening have seen them. Um, discussing stuff from un, you know replicable sources, so it's fantastic to see that he's back. I think the Roosters are saying... Uh, you know, give him three or four weeks to get his fitness back up, and then we could see him back on the park, which the Roosters, you know, they, they are missing some quality forwards. So seeing Gus back would be, you know, fantastic. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's one of the elite players in our game. Uh, he's somebody that I think even – I hate the Roosters, but I love watching Gus run around. So. Even if you hate Gus, just from a, you know, just a, a personal standpoint, like if you hate Gus as a player, even like Gus is the person, like it's just great to see that – um, you know, whatever he is dealing with is is on the men, which is fantastic. Um, Isaiah Yo re-signs with the Panthers. I wanted to put this in here because I wanted to give Isaiah Yo raps. Now he's not my super coach cup of tea, but I know he's very consistent and people, you know, do like to pick him. Uh I'm always wary of blokes signing contracts, but Isaiah Yo is not the kind of guy that strikes me as the bloke that signs a contract and then and pulls up stumps. No, not at all. Um he's somebody that you can see every single week he runs out with Pride. He should have I'm um, pride written on his jersey. He's not going to shirk, even if it was on 200k a year. I don't think he'd he'd play any different. If he has pride in his jersey, I don't think he's signing with the uh, Sea Eagles anytime soon. Moving on, Jeremiah <laughs> Nenai. Uh, he is going to be missing two weeks with uh, his suspension. Uh, Sean O'Sullivan is out for 12 weeks with his torn pec. Um, you know that gives more. I, I don't think Katoa needed by more. Milford. Yeah, by Milford, of course. Um, I don't think Kato- I don't think Katoa needed more security, but it's just you know he he has it now. It's unfortunate for Sauce, but um, yeah, Katoa's fine. Uh, and Tassie New looks like he is out for four weeks, so you know someone like a Jack Bostock comes into consideration. I've had a couple of questions around him, but four weeks gets you two price rises. Is that worth a trade in? I mean, best case scenario, Bostock makes what hundred k in two weeks. That's best case scenario, and then you're trading him out. So you're spending two trades on you know hundred k. Is it ideal? For me, no, but I can see the appeal if you're trying to find funds elsewhere. Uh, let's move into the 10 things that we learnt from the week gone by. 
Uh, shout out to you, my man. You wrote these because I had no yep. motivation to write them. Um, <laughs> we have a few enormous ceiling blokes in Supercoach and going a week without them could kill you. Uh, yeah, this reeks of... I don't know if we're being knee-jerky here off the back of, you know, Heinz is 180, uh, but it does reek of, you know, late 2021 when if you didn't have Heinz, you didn't have Turbo, you didn't have Cleary, um, you know, you go wrong with your captaincy. Um, and you, you saw it this week. You went Grant, which was a safe, yep. popular pick. Like, if you look back on it, Grant, I still think is a fine play. But when you have a guy that gets 180, it, it blows everything out of the water. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's the thing, too, about um, Heinz and Turbo. They don't even have a shit floor. So you never, ever, you never get burnt too hard if they don't go quite as well as they are. Cleary, Turbo... Um, Hines, you know, even Trell. I mean, Trell doesn't have the he doesn't have too many huge, huge ones in him. There's some of these 150, 180 is season changing, and that is why he's he's on the most traded in this week because people don't even want to watch him for one single more week, and that's kind of why we said get him. I wrote songs about it. I wrote a rap about it in today's TLT, <laughs> trying to tell people just get him this week if he's got to buy. Well, that was a, that was hundred fifty plus again this week. That was the same thing last week. Like you and I were very much in the camp of if you don't buy him last week, wait until the end of the buy. I am still of that opinion. But I was always thinking in my head, like, what score does he have to get to really throw a spanner in the works? Um, if he if he came out and got, like, a 110 in his first game back, is that enough for people to rip their sides apart? 180, obviously people have rose-tinted glasses on, so they're going to be doing it. And I can understand why. Um, but, yeah, I was very curious sort of looking back on it being like, shit, like, what was his cutoff for people to be like, oh, look, we'll just wait. Um, so yeah. 180 obviously blows way past that. I was probably yeah, in there. He doesn't even look like he's going to lose money now. So you, no, you can, no. And if you've got a clear, if you've got a strong play when he's on the buy, I just reckon, I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'll get Hines in. I'm going to plan on holding him for the rest of the year. I mean, I think he's still a sneaky chance of maybe partnering Cleary in the halves in origin. Yeah. Um, shout out to the rugby league guru who obviously we all know who was famously against Nico Hines came out, took his licks. And I think yep. he, he said what you said, like Nico Hines, not only a gun, but at 900 K he is, he is a cash cow. <laughs> yeah. Fuck hell, mate. Like, uh, uh that's our, we, we were saying uh, on last week's one, we haven't seen a big daddy Karaz. Yeah. But no yeah. one's going to captain him. Nico last week was a change maker because people did captain him and his ownership was only 13% with 7% of people bringing him in. So it was such a pod move last week. It made such a big difference to the scope of the year. Yep. And and that's what I like about the guru at times. He, he might put himself out there, but he's just wore it on the chin. Absolutely. Absolutely. So good on you, mate. Um, And I guess that, that rolls into our next point. Uh, you know, one terrific captain score can really boost you up the ranks. Um, we, we will touch on, you know, that I guess it's probably more me. We'll talk about here in terms of my team because, you know, I rose uh 31,000 spots yeah, in in one week so you know it, it, we'll touch on that more in detail but yeah one terrific captain can set you back and mate we've said this for 3 weeks like you and I have people in our DMs whinging and complaining about their you know their their rank all it takes is for you to not own Cotter and he goes down all it yep. takes is you to not you to not own Tohu and he gets a, a poor score like these sliding door moments so early on are what really dictate your rank. Um, so that's the thing. Like if you started with Garrick at the start of the season, like if you started with Garrick in round one, knowing he had the buy in round two, when he turned up, of course you're going to get off to a hot start. Like it's just, it's small things like this that will add up over time. But one big captain score definitely does boost you up. Uh, the New South Wales halfback combo could and could and should be uh, Cleary and Nico. I think Nico is the kind of guy that doesn't need to be 
that dominating controlling seven like Cleary. Like we saw Nico get like three offloads and take two hit ups in the first in the first ten yep. ten minutes. So I mean, um, he's he's definitely better than Luai. He won the Dally M last year, and he started. I mean, he knows only one game, but I reckon that could be the bloody halves. And if not, I still reckon he's. Oh, we thought he's a good chance for the fourteen. He's got to be a ripping chance for the fourteen. Ripping, ripping chance for the six as well. I think you you made a really good point there. Um, sell those bottom, selling those bottom dollar cheapies. Just be careful with them. Um, they have no value and could kick off in money making. Someone asked me this today. Uh, when it comes to Ben Murdoch Masilla. Bum. Absolute bum. But in saying that, he's playing 65 minutes. More minutes equals more attacking chances. And these guys at 200k, they fall over for a try and they make fucking 80k in three weeks. So, I mean, yeah, what, what value do you have selling them? I know some people are going to like a Matt Croker, um, but like I wouldn't be selling Ben Murdoch Masilla for them. Like it's 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 almost yeah. like buying a stock, losing all your money, and then and then selling then. Yeah, that's right. So you just sit there and you go, well, the, I made a fucking mistake and there's no one I can go to until I get some bank and I can do a big upgrade. Um, people did that on Warbrick. He was on the most sold last week because it was a 30-30-16. And I'm like, he's got no value. Just I mean, the week before it was all Cam Pereira because we had single digits. And I was like, and then he, he gets a big ton and he made good money. Well, I knew, I knew that if I was like, Munster's back in the team, there's a chance of some attack with Munster in there, surely. And then he does, he gets his money kickstarted. We do just get a little bit um, ahead of ourselves sometimes. I still don't think that Ben Murdoch, Masilla and Mo Ali will work out. But if there's no one better to go to, and even Matt Croker, uh, he's six seventy k more. Mm. And I don't think it's a better, I don't think it's a huge upgrade. No, so, uh, not, not, not when, not when someone like Saifidi is back in three weeks. Like, yeah, so it's, it's risky. We're getting closer and closer to a Saifidi return. Um, number five here, mate. I feel like you're taking a pot shot at me here. Uh, Miller wasn't even close to a trap, considering I called him one of the biggest traps in the preseason, but somehow yeah. started with him. Um, yeah, look, well, for a block... You, so you wasn't as much of a trap as you thought. You were still willing to take a gamble of him, but you had the, the right points. You said, uh, we don't have a great sample size. Um, we don't love what we see from the Knights, and we haven't really seen more to his game other than a little bit of tackle break. But you can still go him or Meany or one of these other ones. You sort of ended up with him because we lost Marju. That was why, because uh, I wanted a Knights back so badly. Marju went down. But you're right, though. My criticisms of Meany, uh, of Miller were, not Miller himself, but that swap deal, it took so long to get through. Uh, and when it happened, that was when Ponga had the, the hamstring complaint. So Ponga basically sat out all of preseason. Miller was new to the club, and I just didn't think he'd gel enough with, with the combinations. Uh, but in saying that, though... His season has kind of gone the way I thought it would, but it's ha- it's happened a lot quicker. I thought he would have started, you know, average and built into it, but he started the first two games average and then have just gone bang, bang. Yeah. And he's quickly up to, you know, nearly 700K as well. So um, yeah. that's... I mean, he, he looked like he was maybe a 60 plus average. I said it could be more because I think he looks like he's got attributes. Now he's chiming into the back line. He's got a passing game on him and we're seeing him kicking goals. That was really... That was... I don't give a shit about the goals. What was really intre- um, really good to see, the first two weeks, he was just sort of playing off the cut and not really being involved. Even in his even in his uh, round three game, if you go back and watch the try that he scored off Lachlan Fitzgibbon, it was off a kick and he wasn't chasing through. Like Teddy, you know, runs through, chases through with the kicks and contests. Miller was just sort of sitting back and the ball fell down and Miller sort of, that's how he got involved. Whereas round four, he was sweeping. He was really involved in the in the set plays and the block plays and the sweeps. So that was what I was really, really excited about. In saying that, though, a lot of people are looking at buying him. 
I would just say look at the Knight's draw and then look at Miller's price and then put two and two together and then work it out for yourself. I'm not keen on a buy. Um, I think if we're looking at our buy list, you, you're you're more of a fan of a buy of him than me. Uh, I'm just not really a huge fan on the yeah. draw. And that's well, yeah, I'm putting him in there as a buy because he's got a very low break even now. Yeah. And if you've liked what you've seen, you either go this week or you just say he's not. Oh, I'm not having him. In saying that, you know? though, in saying that though, his worst weeks are probably week one and two. So we know that you know worst worst case scenario, it's probably a fifty. So it's not not awful, um, but it's probably the reason why I'm not going to end up getting my love affair, Greg Marzu, is just because of the draw. But on Greg yep. Marzu. Could he be 2021's Brian Toto? I mean, he had 11 tackle busts. There's 22 points. I mean, he had a million hit-ups. Like, the bloke is what we thought of him. The criticism with Marzu has always been his defense. But I've always been of the opinion of, of the Knights don't have a, a squad built to win games on the back of defense. I think the Knights are a side that need to go out and play some really exciting footy and try and win 30-20, to 20, not 10-8. to 8. So I think Marzu in the side offers them so much, you know, in attack coming out of their own end. If Gregosaurus goes out and scores well this week, he is in my team. Yeah, it makes it harder. Fuck about their draw. I wanted him for, for round one because I knew he had this in him. Yeah. And if he wasn't uh, injured, I would have had him. And it's like you sort of falling into um, Miller. I would have had Marju and I would have got a ton, you know. Uh, so, look, if he goes well this week, um, even against the draw, I still think he's going to bust tackles because he's. Have you, have you ever seen him with his bloody shirt off? He's an absolute fucking monster. Pretty, so pretty I'm going to get him in as my fourth piece in the sec, in the centre wing if he goes well this week. Yeah, definitely. Uh, number six or no, not number six, number seven. Has Cam Murray turned into Des Gerbo? Uh, you made a really you know good song. I'm surprised the record label hasn't snapped you up after that one. But I think you make <laughs> a good point. Um, something to worth note: Jason Oliver, a really really good rugby league writer on Twitter, posted a really good stat the other day uh, about Jake Travojevic saying that on last year, he was averaging 14 passes a game. Uh, this year, he has thrown 13 passes in the first three weeks. So his passing's come all the way down. And then I asked Jason, I said, hey, can you have a look into Cam Murray? And I just want to see if his linking has gone up because it's something that, you know, we have watched and... This is the, I, I hate the term never sell a gun. I just think it's so outdated because if you can get similar output for cheaper, then do it. Um, will Murray come back? Yes. Do I want to sit around and wait a month for that to happen? I, I don't know. I'd rather just get cheaper. I, I know that I'm selling low on Cam Murray and it's not a great investment, but it's just I'm not really seeing it. I think, um, yeah. He, I, he was absolutely off his feet, gassed, as off his ass yeah. last week, and he was on 60. He updated to sixty. I was um, um I was on I was on Sav I was on the Supercoach Experience um, wrap up show on 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 Sunday and I said to Sav's like people people are saying oh Souths have no forwards Cam Murray's going to play big minutes absolutely but Cam Murray relied so heavily on the quick play the ball from other people because a quick so if Arrow like I think Jai Arrow being out to huge shoes out for, for for Cam Murray because Arrow is so good at getting to his hands and knees getting a quick play the ball Cook goes off the back of that and there goes Murray. No disrespect to Moali or Shaq Mitchell or you know Daniel Saluka Fafita, these kind of guys, but they're not quick play the ball guys, and that's just holding up Murray and his ability to run through and you know get quick play the balls and, and accelerate. Um, the worrying thing for me was, uh, you know, he had a sixty this week. That's fine in base, but the week before he had a fifty-two. Uh, he had a line. Sorry, he had a sixty-two, but he had a line break in that, so that goes down to fifty-two. The week before he had a forty-one. Week one it was an eighty with some attacking stats. So it's. You know, two pretty dud scores, one average score and one good score. Yeah. Um, considering we paid 750k for him, it's just like, it's hard to stomach. 
Yeah, it's a worry because I reckon I only saw three runs last week. I don't know what landed on the um on the run on the sheet for stats. And I'd be interesting to, I'd be interested to see how many passes. I reckon he did at least fifteen last week alone. Yeah, I will um, I will definitely chase up that um I'll try and chase up that stat on terms of his link play because that may be affecting some people and sort of what, what they're um, you know, looking for when it comes to sort of his overall stats uh, did have 19 runs, but only for 124 meters. So you know we're not getting the the plus eight meter hit ups. Like that's the thing. Like yeah, 19 runs is great. That's only 19 points. You chuck in the uh, 50. Oh, NRL is in for 57 tackles, but they count flops. I think Fox had him closer to to 40. So you chuck in 40 40 points in tackles and you know 19 points in hit ups, and it's just like cool. Their stats that I can get from a 400k 2RF. Well, that's right. I mean, Preston is doing the same stuff, yeah, you know. And, and yeah, exactly. And, uh, so forward. So uh, look, I think people are doing it this week because um, he's up against an eighty this week at BE, and I, you never trade a gun because I still think that he could get an eighty this week. He did it in week one, but you, I, I mean, I've got to do it. I'm playing Schuster, man, as my starting set of five eight, and I always had the plan to to get Dilbeck. So, uh, you know, he, there's got to be people that you sacrifice. And I think you've got to put a value. That's what you said. It's an outdated process because you never trade a gun. A gun is down. Teddy had a 50, 50, 60. And if you had a pull the trigger on Walsh at the time that oh, you did, and you got his first 100 K, you can go straight back to Teddy and make money on it. If you want, yeah. you know, so you can, you can work at a, an equation where there is a price on selling a gun. I'm not saying that Murray's done. I'm not saying that you can't hold him, but you know we're getting actually some great value out of these cheaper players this year, and it, then it kind of invites you for to take a punt on selling a gun. What I will say on Cam Murray is, if you don't sell him this week, I don't think you sell him at all because if he doesn't, he's break even. If he gets a sixty this week, I think he's well and truly bottomed out, and you have no value selling him. I know for a fact I've sold him at a shit time. I should have done it last week on this podcast. I said that I was trading him out, um, but Adam Dewey's sort of diagnosed turf toe really put the damper on that. Um, but yeah, I feel like you need to put a line in the sand here. You need to, you need to either put your flag in the ground and say, fuck it, we're going to weather the storm or Hey, let's just cut our losses and we'll bring him back. Am I for one minute saying that I'm not going to own Cam Murray again this year? No, absolutely not. I probably will, but I want to see, you know, Pete Cam Murray come back and then we'll, we'll bring him in. Um, yeah. Number eight here, you can own Sharks players again. This was why we were so keen on Teague Wilton, why we were so keen on Talakai, why we were so keen on Ronaldo Molotala, because with Nico Hines in the side, they're a point scoring powerhouse. Um, and hell, it wasn't even that left-hand side. Um, Sione Katoa, I think he had a 68. I mean, Jesse Raymond had 120 and Britton Nicora had a 96 or something. Nicora has been sensational this year and... Yeah, I don't think you can go wrong with owning any Sharks back. I'm still really keen on Ronaldo, and I think some long-term plans for myself, Ado, would be if I'm not liking what I'm seeing from Miller with the draw and he has you know, got to 730, 740, Miller to Ronaldo could be definitely on the cards, but you yeah. make a really good point here. Sharks players are, are assets, and we saw just how much Nico gets everyone involved on both sides. Yeah, it's, it was a scary watch, and it was those people who had taken a punt on Mulatalo, we saw an okay score, and if you held on, I saw that he was still owned by people last week. Well done, you know, and um, Biko back, they're a totally different outfit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if if they didn't have the buy next week, I'd probably buy Ronaldo this week. Um, it's just, yeah, I'm still in the similar mindset of if I'm going to hold off on Heinz, I'm going to hold off on other guys as well. Uh, number nine, do we need to remind you not to chase points? Example, A-Ray. 
yeah, uh, a lot of people were, were buying Adam Reynolds last week. Uh, there was a couple of other, you know, high-owned guys that flopped that, you know, didn't go too well. Um, I think some people after Harry Grant's big score, they jumped on. And look, Harry Grant's not chasing last week's points because he is um, this, the, the staple. But it, it just goes to show that not everyone is alike and not all these big scores are going to uh, remunerate. Have a look at why. I mean, Adam Reynolds is not a a half that gets through a whole lot of work, and he's not the main half. So, for example, Cronulla Sharks, they have Will Kennedy at fullback. Will Kennedy is very good at running the ball. He's not so great at being a ball player. So that means Nico Hines sits a little bit deeper in attack, whereas the Broncos, for example, uh, Reese Walsh is a very, very capable uh, playmaker. Uh, he's very, very, very very capable of getting really bullshit try assists as well that we'll, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll leave. Um, but yeah, just, salty. <laughs> just, just have a look at your, especially your low base guys, have a look at, um, how volatile they're going to be and have a look at sort of the team makeup around them yeah. and how well, involved that's the they're going to be. You know, um, A-Ray was a 50 and a 60, which is not enough in the halfback. Yeah, you got just over a ton. He went 104 and everybody just went, oh, okay, well, that, that's the move I can do. I think people would have been, well, imagine last week your move is A-Ray and other people took the ballsy move and went high and found the money. Uh, it's a huge swing. Uh, and I just don't think, we talk about can they compete with the main guys? In halfback, there's not a lot that can compete with him. Um, Those two. And last point, uh, Cam Munster, he makes the Storm way, way better. Um, But does he make Grant better or worse? Obviously, we saw no Munster. So Grant laid on three tries and got a ton. Munster comes back. Grant reverts to a shoveler. I'm seeing a lot of knee-jerk reactions here and asking to sell Grant. I'm not selling Grant. I mean, he's still the best hooker by far in terms of overall points scored. And that will maintain throughout the season, but yeah, it probably just—it's not the—it's not the ninety average people were hoping for. It's probably closer to say seventy-five, seventy-seven. Yeah, you definitely see a points reduction on on a no monster because he didn't run out of half a lot last week because monsters like monster slaps him on his thigh when he wants the ball. He doesn't have to say anything. He's oh, he doesn't mind a chat, and like a good dummy half, he respects an elite playmaker in the game. He gives him the ball. Also, the Tigers, so, believe it or not, the Tigers were actually, were actually one of the best sides uh, at defending hookers when it comes to Supercoach. So I guess it wasn't too much of a shock. Um, yeah, Grant, someone that relies on quick play the ball as well. So uh, they just didn't get forward. I do think Grant does miss someone like a Nelson Asfa Solomona as well. So when he comes back, I think Grant does go back through the roof. Uh, let's have a look at the host recap from the week gone by. Uh, yes, so 1,348 for the Ramsey Rehabs. Really, really good. Top 1% score of the round. Um, yeah, I mean, when you captain... This is... I hate captaining Thursday. I hate captaining late Sunday because that's it. Everything hinges on one game. At least if you captain, like, the middle of a Saturday, you're like, oh, I've got some more footy to enjoy. Um, I was none from 10, so I was, I was leading no games. <laughs> yeah. You looked down you, you at, at your league's leading, it says none from 10, and I finished on 10 for 10, which is really nice, but it, it all hinges on one game. Yeah, um, you're just sitting there like, fuck, my yeah. God. has to pull it out here, I'm screwed. Yeah, um, but um, obviously, yeah, Nico Hines did that fantastically, and um, yeah, the boys went from a 37K rank up to 4,192, and that, mean, that gives me a points total of overall. Uh, of 4,422 overall points. But, yeah, inside the top 1K, and I'm pretty sure I'm like 150 points outside the top 500. So it's still very, very condensed. Yeah, it is. Uh, and that was a big jumper for you. But like we said, it, it, all it takes is a good captain. I got, I finished with the 12-10, and I'll, I'll just let you know quietly that if I had a captain, Nico, I would have finished on more points than you. Easily. Yeah. Um, because I have a good squad. 
but I, I'm not. I'm not going to hold that against you because you friggin' deserve it. If you if you do it, I still had Nico in. I, I sort of half did what I was supposed to do. What not what I was supposed to do? What I was I had half the courage. Yeah, I finished with a, a twelve hundred and ten. I, I was just glad to get some green arrows. It was seven thousand green arrows for me. I'm into four thousand. Oh, sorry, I'm into five thousand four hundred and twelve. You're thirty points. Yeah, you're, 30, I, you're thirty points behind me, and, there, and there's still fifteen hundred ranks separating us. Yeah, so I'm okay with that after five rounds. I'm just really glad to get a um, get a player in to make a move that worked out well for me. See some good arrows, uh, green arrows on on the board. Uh, I've I've got a total score of four thousand three hundred ninety six. I'm just happy. I'm happy with it. That's what I've always, and that's the thing. Like, I see some people that have scored you know eleven hundred this week, and they're thinking, "Woe is me!" Like, don't compare yourself to my team, for example. Like, I was a top one percent score for the round. Um, so that that's you know an anomaly. Uh, but if you have a bad week and you hold a ground, that's a that's a massive W in my opinion. If you have a poor week and you haven't lost massive ranks, that's fine. That's totally, totally fine. Yep. I've um, got a bloke who's like, I got eleven seventy five, eight oh, no Heinz. And I'm like, well, your team is fucking awesome. Yeah, that's brother. that's a that's a positive because when you do get Heinz and it's fantastic. And that's the thing, like, if you're gonna miss a massive score, fuck last week was the week to do it because like barely any of us, barely any of us owned him. So um, that's the thing. On the fantasy side of things, I did bring in Hines as well, but I didn't have the balls to captain him. Um, I think if I captained him, I would have been like top 700 players. So I had to hedge my bet somewhere. I had to be like, look, if we're going all in on Supercoach, I can't go in on both because I'll be a yeah. fucking disaster. What's your it... rank in that? I'm, I'm playing that. But I'm uh, I am about, about 3,000. So, um... um, I'm in 34,000. So I'm going shit house. I had a win in a head-to-head because we're in a cashy in there, so that's yeah. all I care about, really. Yes, I um the rugby league fantasy pros they do like an X Games, um and I won that last year, so we're gonna try and go back to back, um hopefully try and be the quote unquote best super coach player and fantasy player combined. That's the goal. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to, but I won't try as hard. I promise. But yeah, that's that's the host recap. Really good. And the thing is, mate, and another thing that you know we talk about how. Getting getting a call right is fantastic. You and I aren't sitting here stressing. We're not thinking. Fuck. Do we have to make? Where do we find nine hundred k? Because we we've already got it. Um. So another thing for you, Heinz owners out there, I guess that's a positive that you're not having to worry about making that blockbuster trade. You're not having to sit there and think about shit. Do we do it or we don't? Um. So that's that's always nice. Like my trades this week were, were pretty simple. I didn't have to worry about too much. Um. Your take, not mine. I didn't end up getting you know any uh things this week. I was too busy. But in saying that, I will we will address uh, we will address last week's ones. Um, the reason I didn't get any hot takes this week is because I knew we were going to be spending a fair bit of time. I mean, we're half an hour into this podcast already, and we're not even halfway through. So, um, last week the FPL spot says Cleary to surpass his break even one hundred and sixty one as a non owner and someone that was eyeing off buying him. I'm very thankful this didn't come in uh, nearly a hundred points under his break even. So nice price drop there. Uh, friend of the show Aman Talk said Holmes hundred versus the Titans that didn't come in, but Oh, actually, Ada, let's spend some time talking on, on Val Holmes because he doesn't feature in our buy, hold, and sell. So let's quickly have a bit of a chat about him. Yeah. Oh, fuck. He's fine. He's He is fine. Like, I don't know why people are stressing. I think because guys like... 59 in the center wing, man. Like, I think guys are stressing because Karaz, Miller, Garrick, they're all flying, right? Yeah. Okay. Has, has, has Val done what we want him to do? No. Obviously, he's only lost fifty-seven k for the whole year. Like that's that he hasn't lost huge and money at the, all in the center wings. You get a hundred, and fuck, you make back all the money that you've lost in three yeah, weeks. He's gone. He's gone sixty-three, forty-seven, sixty-seven, sixty-nine. I ain't punting any 
high 60s center winger. Hey, pe- people are paying 750k for Payne Haas, who's getting like 70s, uh, yeah, and Val has right. the upside. So just chill out. I mean, uh, that's just my opinion. It's it's fine. Like, don't stress. I just see him as a piece in there. That are, are, he's going to be top five center wingers for the year because he's so consistent. He doesn't have a bad floor. Forty seven was his floor. Exactly. It's not yeah. like it's not like you're paying top dollar for Alex Johnson, who is so reliant on tries. Like a bad game for Val is still fifty points. Like just it's it's fine. He's so safe. He's safe as houses. He's a piece in my premiums, uh, and I'm not moving him on. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. I just wanted to quickly address him. Uh, Moz said Grant back to back one hundreds. I wish Moz. Eight, eight, eight I got wishes. fucked over. You're forty four. <laughs> Uh, and Cooper, Cooper Troth, Walsh under 35. Fuck this man. I mean, I'm so sick of Reese Walsh. <laughs> it's so fun to watch him play, hey, but as a non-owner. It was 84 last week, but he made over 100K. Yeah, yeah. Know, so, uh, and it looks like it's, it's it's a good move this week. I can see on the traded that people are doing it. People are selling Trell. Uh, and I, I kind of said, um, I don't know about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Trell's we'll, been underwhelming. We'll talk on Trell because uh, Supercoach Spy um, put out some really good intel on Twitter um, just around Trell, and we'll, and we'll touch on that uh, shortly. Uh, let's move into, if I can get the right uh, sound thing, buy, hold, and sell. Uh, you did this this week, and yep. you had Paul Alamotti as a buy, and I instantly yep. messaged you, and I was like, Why? Why? We're at round five. Who the fuck doesn't, doesn't own Paul Alamotti? Well, he's not owned by everybody. So, uh, look, he's got a break-even of 14. Um, he's been actually very playable. You know, he's he's been very good. Um, so I just reckon, you know, if you've made a mistake in there, I mean, who's a mistake, really, that people have gone to start the year? Maybe you, uh, if you've got – if you went to Willie Army and he's still not back into that team, he's got a calf injury. No, nah, mate, the – we want we want uh, Viliami Vaila. We're, we're we're all a year too early. Last year we were all hyping him up. We, we were a year yeah, too well, early. That's right, he's, he's good. Uh, but look, it's been it was a twenty two to start. Then it's been a forty eight, a seventy eight, a forty one. That's I, I'm sort of saying with Val, he gets sixties and then a forty as a poor score. Alamotti is a safe play. I didn't play Khan Pereira last week because he's up or down. I didn't play Warbrick. They scored more, but I was still okay with uh, Alamotti going yeah. out with a forty four. I think the dogs will find their range, and if you don't own him, I reckon. Yeah. Um, one, I, I, I want to go off on a tangent the same way we did with uh, with Val Holmes, Josh Schuster. Now I'm seeing a lot of people being like, "Oh, Josh Schuster, fucking terrible." Josh Schuster should have finished the game on 55 points. We can all agree that, right? Like we can all agree that he and and if he scores 55 points, do you have this discussion where you're like, "Oh, Schuster's shit." He goes 60, 55. He's near bottom dollar. I mean the twenty two. It's it's just not a twenty two. Like I played him, and I'm not even fucking worried. Like it's it's. I played fine. him too, and I knew that they got dudded. So I don't even see it as a twenty two. I see it what it really would have been if they'd refereed. I see. I see it properly. as a sixty, and then a fifty five for a guy that's two hundred and something k. Yeah. Uh, look, I still think he's a buy. Uh, he's got a, still a low break even. I know that um, it was a twenty two, which is going to sit in there for a little while, but. He he allows you moves this week uh, to do to do great things in your team. Um, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, I'm worried about his floor." Last week wasn't a floor; it was it, it was a twenty, but it's that's not his floor. Hey, if, it gets, if the game gets refereed properly, he also scored. He also scored twenty in a side that put up sixteen fucking points. Like, yeah, so I think his average is more like a fifty, fifty-five. 
and I reckon he's probably going to go get 50s, 60s, and 70s. I just don't see a 20 out of him if they don't have these absolute howlers. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, he's relying on attack, of course. Of course you are. Of, course you are. I, I, of all the players in our NRL competition, he's not one I worry about. Can they produce the attack every week at all? I don't know, man. I just I feel like people want all their bottom dollar price players to be like 2019 Payne Hearth, just come out and average 75. Like, it's, that's just not how it works. Like, they're, they're, not they're, get score every they're week. cheap for a reason. Like, just, just write it out. Um, buy uh, Coley Lemon Lemu. I had him as a buy last week. I've got him as a buy this week. You know, he's still got another three weeks in this Dolphin side. Um, and a little bit of intel because Ado and I are very, very vocal and critical on this. Um, Supercoach Actual NRL have basically told people who want to pay who gets dual positions, which I think are disgrace <laughs> because I because you can start planning your trades out weeks in advance if you have that information. So uh, for anyone that hasn't paid, Lemu Lemu will be getting dual. He will be getting center wing 2RF eligibility. Um, so that's Very something just good. to keep in your notes because when it comes around six, then it's not sprung on you. We're telling you it now. Um, but yeah, I mean, he scored what? He scored 58, I want to say, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he's 350. good every week. Yeah. Uh, I reckon he's, uh, what a surprise. <laughs> He, but not not a surprise because I actually thought he once I saw the transition to the second row I thought he looked really good he's got the right body shape he's mobile yep uh, I reckon he looks good absolutely absolutely um, now you've got Lockie Miller as a buy um, yes I don't yes, I, I don't do. well uh, yeah because you own him and you've enjoyed it <laughs> no it's it's just that yeah I guess it's the draw I mean buy him this week sure but I think this probably this week's the last week to to be saying bye. Yeah, well, that's why I've got him in there because uh, if you've liked what you've seen from him, you've got. If you don't go this week, he's going to go up too much, and I think he doesn't warrant the price tag that he's going to be on next week. No, and that's the thing. Like you're paying the price next week, then coming into the hard draw. At least if you buy it now, yeah, you're still overpaying, but there's still a little bit of room to make. Um, let's talk Nico Hines because I am still putting my toes in the sand. In the, in the, in the you fact- captained him, like you brought him in and captained oh, him. The, the, that's the thing. Like buy him last week. Don't buy him this week. Like you pull your well, team. No, in. because in one game of if if Nico went out and scored a fifty this week, because he's going to be the highest captain this week. Yeah, which I'm, uh, I fucking so hate. you're going to go with everyone else. It's not going to hurt you at all this week. So I, I just reckon what he oh. can do to you is more scary than what he won't do to you. The only reason, uh, if you plan on having Nico for the rest of the year, you might as well just do it now. The only sell the, Murray, the, sell Murray down to Preston and do it. The only reason why I am not keen this week, if he was the only clear cut captain, then I would say yes because his value comes in captain. I wish I could play you my rap on Nico. <laughs> I've, I've played it on my podcast. It's I've done. I, I, I did a rap. Do you have it saved? I've got it right here. Well, then play it. Just go. Oh, all right. Where is it? Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's outrageous. Yeah. Enjoy, everyone, for the next two minutes. Oh. Got a long intro. My first foray into rapping. I am the rapper, but I want to spit this rhyme. You won't get rookies, I did it, bring in hides. Big boy pants is what you need in, son. So bring him in and don't be done. Throw the C on and double down. For goodness sake, you grade A clown. It's Nico. It's Nico. It's Nico Hines. It's Nico. It's Nico. It's Nico. It's Nico. It's Nico. It's Nico. It's Nico Hines. That's all I'm giving you. But there you go. That's um, a wrap. 
I just reckon you just get him in because, oh, look, if you're going to go um, into a buy, you know, like we all knew that Turbo was going to have the buy in round two and we were willing to take, pay that price. He was at a good price, but we just saw Nico get a 180 last week. He looked absolutely amazing. He could do it again this week. Maybe not a 180, but even if he went 120, let's just say you got a 120 this week. Do you think it's worth it? Because you're going to hold him for the rest of the year. You know, you're not going to sell Nico once you bring him in. I'm not I'm not saying that he's a bad player. Fuck, please. It's, but what all I'm looking at it is, like, you're going to have to rip your team apart to get him in for a week. And Well, is it ripping it apart, though? Because we've got an underperforming Cameron Murray, and you've got these Prestons and Fords, Hot Goods. Oh, everyone owns Hot Good. But if you could downgrade Murray to Preston, for instance, and it got you Sam Walker, people are going... On the most traded out is Sam Walker. Not a massive yeah, jump. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's probably the only exception. But like, I'm seeing people like discuss trading out like Tino or Fafita or yeah. like or like Karaz. Like, like it, no, it's, then it's not worth it. But the only thing is though, like, if he was the only clear cut captain, um, I would get behind it more. But we've got Turbo versus the Knights. We've got Cleary versus uh, you know, the Raiders in bunch of misfits. Up, so you've got, up, oh, you've got. What is it now? Fuck you. I wish, you wish shit. Um, no, you've got, you've got, I just you've got two good captains. If you don't options. have to break your team, that's what I reckon. If you don't have to break your team, and that's kind Ma- of talking Sam Walker. Ma- Murray, Murray is the only quote-unquote premium that I would sell him for this week. Yeah. So I just reckon if, if you get him in this week, I reckon he's going to ton up. I don't think he, there's any – there's nothing else, but he tons up. Uh, we'll do a couple of rapid-fire ones. Uh, Preston, um, I mean, yeah, if you don't have him – yeah, it's a poor score, but he's still going to make a lot, a lot of money. So get him in. Um, on the holds, we'll rapid fire these ones. Um, you put Cam Murray here. I think this one comes down to personal mentality. I think it comes down to whether you're going to bite the bullet and just say, fuck it, we're going to cop the price rises, he'll come back, or you're selling to Heinz. It's the only world that I would sell um, Murray for in saying that I'm selling him for other reasons. That's right. I'm going to sell him too, but you can hold Murray. He, the scores haven't been or shit. Oh, no, no. People... And myself included, have probably made it out like he's the worst fucking player in the world. But just more so for the value they were paying for him, and there was others. Like if if two RF was dead and these cheapies weren't performing, then no one talks about Murray. But the fact that we've got, I could rattle you off five or six names that are cheaper that are doing the same thing. Um, Tohu Harris, really, really unfortunate for owners here because I feel bad for owners because you're like, fuck, I really wish he, I'd prefer him to be out. Um, yeah, well, that would have made the decision easier. And I am an owner. Uh, he looked like he was absolutely in all sorts last week. Couldn't even play at the second half, but he's been named and it's the last game of the round. Yeah. Um, and Trell. I wanted to touch on Trell because, as I said before, SC Spy um, posted on Twitter that we know Trell picked up a knee knock a couple of weeks ago. And since then, his tackle busts have been down historically. And to the point where last week he didn't even record a tackle bus, which is just not Latrell at all. Yeah. So he is obviously yeah. not 100%. And if you're a non-owner, I'd be very much watching this situation because I think we're going to be able to pick him up at a very, very cheap price when South, you know, really click into gear. Um, if you are an owner, though, however, um, I, I'm just holding. I just I can't get behind selling Trell. Has, has he ever played a game since his debut where he hasn't had a tackle break? Oh, that's a, it's like so, so un-Trell. Uh, moving into the sell category, we've got Adam Dewey here with his turf toe. In saying that, though, if you did hold last week, he scored 54 against Melbourne, which yeah, it's not it's terrible. Not the worst. Not the worst. Uh, but and, I mean, and Dane Laurie has been got even five eight, haven't they? Yeah, so... and Laurie's been dropped for fitness reasons as well. So I think Dewey's spot at fullback safe. I know there was some issues about him taking minutes, but um... I mean, would you go? I mean, he's close enough to Dillbags, and I... I know Dillbags has a hard matchup this week, but their draw is about to open up 
big time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you hold, hold him for a week. For a week, definitely. Uh, and Dillbag's got a pretty high break even. I think I think he's 110, 112. So one more price drop out of Dillbag's and go from there. Uh, Tricky Trindle, named on the bench. Move him on. Tanner Boyd, this one you can go either way. He's been plodding along. He's made back the money that he lost. He's breaking yeah. even, but it's not what we wanted from him. Um, he's playing like a tr- traditional half, and he's sort of closer to the line rather than at the back. Um, Sell Ruben Cotto for the exact same reasons as last week, injured out for a while. And Sell Lugana. Um, notice we haven't mentioned Zach Hosking. If you want to go out and buy Zach Hosking, I understand. I totally understand. Me personally, however, I'm going to wait a week. I just want to make sure that Liam Martin and, and Luke Garner don't take it, but you're pointing your finger at me, so I'll let you have the floor. Yeah, I just want to wait one more week because yeah. it's not a – I mean, I, I would hate to recommend to people to just go – I mean, look, I jumped on Walsh. I did that on my podcast. I came to realize – I was saying to people, don't jump after week one. And I did it on Walsh, and he was on nothing at half time. But you see, um, it's the Panthers. Garner is the big name, I think – you know, there's a chance that Garner... Well, what's Garner out for this week? Uh, in- d- niggles, I think. The, yeah, Niggles. Uh, also, it's not unheard of that he comes back in next week. So... Oh, that's... I'm I not... Yeah. Good to me, but I, 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 he is one of those ones that falls into the circle of wait for one more week. It's, it's, it's a weird one because if you send me your team and say, hey, I'm buying Hosking, I'm not going to say, no, don't do it. But at the same time, I'm not going to say, yeah, go out of your way and buy him. So it's... It's one of those. It's it's a Nico. It's a Nico all over again. It's you need to yeah. work it's out risk, how much. It's a risk reward, and that's why people are like. I've said people have said I'm bringing in Marju, and I'm like, okay, yep, do it. Oh yeah, but I, I can see why. It's, I wouldn't do it. It's not my cup of tea, but I can definitely see why. Yep. Let's talk captains because they were pretty crucial last week. Um, last week we had Nico Hines as the second best option behind Harry Grant. Uh, this ah. week, this week Hines leapfrogs. He's back into number one. Nico Hines, the best captain option. Uh, I cannot wait for him to score 35 this week because everyone buys him and everyone's captained him. I'm pretty sure 20% of people have brought him in this week, which is fucking huge. That's huge. I mean, I mean, people are like breaking team to do it. I want to captain him though. I mean, this uh, is yeah, I, I will. I will. A big score. They're at home. I will also be doubling down and captaining him. Uh, if Nico doesn't go above 100, I will do a shoey. All right, of I've, raw, raw eggs on the potty next I, week. I have a question. Obviously, you're... Three raw eggs, I'm, a shoey. I'm assuming you're vice-captaining Turbo like any sane person. Yes. What does oh, yeah. Turbo have to score for you to take the loop? Um. Look, this year, I'm probably... With, I'm going to Ben Murdoch, Mozilla, and bloody Moali. I, I reckon I sort of put the figure at 130 plus. Yeah, I, I was thinking 140. I was thinking 140. If it's under 130, I don't even think about it. It's just because just because I'm planning for a Ben Murdoch Masilla twelve point affair, like that's what I just that's what I plan for. Um, so yeah, it has to be one forty for me, but it makes it very interesting. In saying that, yo Turbo is my number two captain option. He is my vice captain. He'll be eight the vice captain. Pretty clear here. He plays early in the week uh, in Mudgee against some bottom feeder. I can't remember who, um, but some some bottom feeder. Uh, number three, we've got Nathan Cleary against another bottom feeder team. Um, <laughs> Well, we're in all sorts today. Yeah, but Cleary, I don't want to say he's back because 77 is still well below what we know he can do. Um, that, that field goal, oh, something, mate. Clutch. He should have done the ice in your veins on that. I know they lost the game, but what a great – what a, I mean, some of these – I mean, it's a pity the Raiders – Shout out, shout out to Junior Paulo for making that game interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Having a couple of weeks off. But, mate, I just some of these games to start the year, as an NRL fan, man, I'm just like cheering for shit. I – 
because you know if someone was like oh why don't you buy all the other bobbleheads from you know the other teams I'm like why would i i fucking hate the other teams but I've just enjoyed watching some moments from other teams this year, and that was a great moment. Even Moses, man, like, signed the contract and then to kick that field goal, he would have gone home and absolutely fucked the shit out of his missus that night. I'm the king of the world. He would have said, I'm... What's Gutho's nickname? Uh, you know, king Gutho. King, king, king Moses. Yeah. Lord Lord Moses. Yeah, we had um, we had a couple of you know, really good games. I think another another really good stat getting around on Twitter... In the first four weeks, there has only been 69 minutes, nice, of um, of actual game play where the lead has been bigger than three tries. And that's across every game for the first four rounds. So we've had a really, really tight... What a great um, start. Yeah, we've had a really, really tight... Uh, yeah. Uh, number four, I've got Teddy. Now, the reason why I've got Teddy is because Parramatta fucking leak points to... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today fullbacks yeah i mean if you still hold a teddy it's kind of like um a way to burn back these nico people everyone's gonna have nico and captaining this week um you know um teddy is gonna he's got a big score around the corner because they've been the thing about um teddy he's had some bad scores this year but while i owned him i was like damn he was so close and he could have got 120 this week, 130 this week if they all those passes stick. If Suwali'i, your trader, if he passed the ball, you know, so um, I don't hate it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Parramatta leak points. I think they're averaging 90 points a game against fullbacks. So Teddy's in there, as is Reese Walsh. Um, yeah, it seems like he is the new flavor of the month with the scorers, and he's getting the unicorn. Unicorn Walsh. Oh, you salty uh, prick. Who's your full- I was, I was so fucking salty when Herbie didn't get that try assist. I was like, are you actually taking the piss? I always give it to the fullbacks. Oh, but like, and, then, the I, and then I put, and then I put like a, a, a literally like exact representation of when Nathan Cleary didn't get it for the Brian Toto try and then Crichton did. Oh, well, like, well, Nathan Cleary not getting something. No one's going to have a cry over that. Oh, no. And, and then, and then like, kind of weird uh, this year. I think actually we're sort of, I, I can actually get a feel for it now. A lot more is going to these centers. Uh, and I know that in that case it would have been Herbie, but they still always find these flavor of the month. Walsh is the flavor of the month, man. Well, that's that's what I was saying. Like, and I I think I said this to to Savage on um on the wrap up. Roles reversed. Reese Walsh is Tom Chester, and Herbie Farmworth is Val Holmes. Who gets the try assist? Yeah, that's right, Valentine. Yeah. Um. Look, it is one of those things we have to um take into account, and I know it sucks. But you get these popular players, and they'll find ways to give them. Oh yeah, I, mean, I was just sitting there like fucking seeding. I was just like, God damn it! Like, because I loved Reese Walsh as a buy, and that's the thing. Like, I, I was not against Reese Walsh, but I just loved Karaz that little bit more. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Okay, Karaz and he's he's all right. Got I mean, a I'm, he's fine. I mean, I'm not. I'm obviously I'm not upset with Karaz. But it's just like I went Karaz over Walsh. I really want to see Karaz get a hundred and Walsh get three. Um, so yeah, de- <laughs> definitely don't hate uh, hate Reese Walsh at all. Um, so that, yeah, they're, they're the top five captains. Just to recap: Hines, Turbo, Cleary, Teddy, Walsh in that order. Um, yeah, we have five names and only two positions, which is uh, we're getting back to the spine players of old. 
Uh, let's do trade talk and make sure I've got the uh, rights. No, I don't have. Okay, we'll just press this one. Um, I should change my middle name to Boost because we're just we're going again three in a row. Um, You're a fucking animal. <laughs> oh, you know my opinions on them. I just think they're I just think they're overrated as fuck. But oh, in, in, we'll talk to you in the boys. Oh, yeah, in, 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 in saying that though, like I'm pro, I'm I say probably I sound like an addict. I'm done. I, I quit. I promise. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't have any. I don't think I've got any issues to fix up now. I only had a couple. Um, so we should be able to sit pretty tight. Uh, in saying that, though, I, I can't wait for four players in my team to get a HIA or get injured, and we're fucked. Um, so I'm going to go Ryan Sutton out. I've been waiting to do this one for fucking three weeks. I would question that one from you as as a Raiders fan. I was just like... No, oh, I can't. Okay. we said in the preseason, like when TBJ was out, we're like, oh, yeah, he was good at the Raiders. He got a really good PPM. And yeah, but we just we just said... Um, bro, like, know, what the fuck is Serraldo doing? I'm sorry, what the fuck is Serraldo doing? Like, he's naming two utilities, not playing them, and Sutton's still only getting fucking 45 minutes a game. It's just like... Well, that's right. On? It's weird. It's weird stuff. Um, so I think the pick was fine on paper, but yeah, it just hasn't materialized. So Sutton is out for Joe Tarpany. Now, we have money for Payne Haas, but we're going to go with Tarpany, and I'll explain why shortly. Uh, Cam Murray, he is out. I know we said this last week, but I, I promise everyone, barring any late-in-the-week injury news, Cam Murray is gone, and Jackson Ford does come in. We were going to do that yeah. last week, but we opted against it. Well, you know, that is the perfect description. I have not let go of Murray lightly. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and he's not a light let go. You don't do it so easily. But I think Jackson Ford is, is that guy. Yep, yeah. I reckon so. I've had him since the round one. And uh, uh, that's what I want to take advantage this week of having some play. I had Preston from round one. I had Ford from round one. I never so, give uh, I never give thanks to credit for much. Uh, but pre- but shout out to, to thanks to me because I'm pretty sure... Um, he was pumping up Jackson Ford uh, when he was only like 2% ownership. So, Yeah, I mean, I, I liked him from his Dragons days, and I thought they absolutely butchered. They, they gave him, they knifed him for using him on his talent. He looks great. And uh, Webster, Webster loves him. Webster loves him. absolutely yep. loves him. Absolutely loves yep. him. Uh, and then the, the last trade, because we are activating our third boost, is Tanner Boyd out for Cleary. So um, Sutton, Murray, Boyd for Tarpany, Cleary, Ford. Now, the reason why we have gone Tarpany over Haas is because I'm looking at the price difference between Hosking and Dory, and I need about 100k behind me. And by going to Haas, it only leaves me about 70. It only it only leaves me about 70k, and we're relying on a, a Dory hat trick to get us there. And I really just don't want to do that. So Dory's break even still 11. We'll get one more very small price rise out of him, but then we're looking at Dory to to Hosking next week. Hence yeah, why that's, that's smart. It's smart because you're thinking ahead and you're thinking you're not just thinking about this week's trades, you're thinking about next week's. Well which that's is, the thing. Like if I said to you if I said to you Haas and Dory versus Hosking and Tarpany, it's it's not close. Yeah. That's right. I mean look, I when I thought I was on the news of, of Harris, Tohu, uh I was Haas was my guy mm-hmm. because you look at his scoring for the year, it's been exceptional. Oh I, and for the not, just decline because I'm not, is over. Just because know, I'm not buying Haas doesn't mean he's not a Haas. Yeah, just because I'm not buying Haas doesn't mean he's not a he's not a buy. If I, if I had the money I'd be getting him in a well, obviously, I watched the Raiders very closely, and even though we were dog shit last week, I felt like Tuppany was starting to get shitty. Still scored sixty-seven. Haas played phenomenally, and got seventy-four. Uh, Tuppany yep. went under the radar and scored sixty-seven. Yeah, but that, I felt like he, uh, there was a point in that game where he got shitty and he started to bust tackles and uh, yeah. look for the offload. I reckon he's going to come good. Really, Sorry, before really before you name your trades, I want to plug my own shit. Um, plug it. I obviously did that post on Payne Haas. Uh, on the the Ramadan post, he had his first game of the Ramadan um, cycle last week and was phenomenal. Uh, I went back and had a look at all of his games during the Ramadan period as a proud Muslim man. Um, he is exceptional considering you know what 
he puts his body through. His scores yeah. actually have increased in the last four years. So, yeah, jump to my socials. Have a look at that um, if you were concerned. Much respect to... Over on him or me? Well, oh, yeah, you. Yeah, I, was like, yeah, I mean, well. for the fact that the fact that they, you know, no food, no water from sun up, sun down. Um, Haas obviously trains during the day, to and, and as an elite athlete. I think I read a story last year. They had, I think they played Parramatta up in Northern Territory, and Haas was training during Ramadan in the Northern Territory. No food, I no mean, water. As a, as far as a specimen goes, I don't reckon there's any anyone like him in the game. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, uh, what are you doing, my friend? Because you had Tohu, and you obviously were looking at trading him out, but now he's named. Yeah. It leaves you in a really awkward spot. Yeah, well, I'm not uh, trade happy like you, so I am in an awkward spot. I think I'll probably sit on it, to be quite honest, but I'll be absolutely scroogeed if he doesn't play because who are you going to move him to? He's the last game, and I'm not going to move him to anyone he's playing against. And that's the thing. So. like, If you know to- if, if you know Tohu's fine, you don't trade him, but it's like, shit, Like, I just don't know. He's the last game in the round. It's it's such a conundrum because my bench is Moali and Murdoch Masilla. Whoa. Oh, so you have Tohu in your front row. Yeah, oh, Grim, right. you, you have shit creek with no paddles, my friend. I'm up shit creek. Uh, no, look, um, look, if I was doing a boost, I was going to do Tohu Harris to Hass. I was going to do Brandon Cheese Smith down to uh, still got Sonny Luke. And then I was going to do Murray to Dillbanks. You still got the cheese. Far out. Um, I've still got the cheese. So on, those on, were my, um, if I do a boost, trades. On on that one, uh, are, you, uh, are you a Luke man or are you a, are you a hands man? Hands? Well, is Hands going to keep getting games once Lane's back? I don't know. Like, I just I, Hodgson's not an eighty-minute hooker these days, and Hands looked good. Like he offered them a fair bit. Well, so. he looks great. He's got great hands. He looked good. Uh, hey. No, I don't know. I just don't know if he's going to get a run once once Lane comes back in. It's worries. It's, yeah. There's there's worries. Um. So look, I just reckon that Luke he's out this week, and so if I do do the trade of of Brandon Smith down, uh, I get good money and. The money actually in doing that allows me a thought of Marju next week from Alamotti if I wanted to do that. Um, so am I going to be like you and do boost? I boosted last week. Out of boy, out of boy. I will, I will, um, I, I had Brew on. We're going to go together. Brew last year, Brew last year was so anti-boosts and I, I fucking convinced him. I'm going to do it to you too. You're going to, you're going to get okay, influenced. Look, well, so, look I, I reckon Hass in... I just I have worries about Tohu, and I don't know if I, it's a gamble that scares me because he couldn't even play at the second half last week. I'm so surprised he was named. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. I, it's gone from an ACL test to an MCL to he's playing. To just a couple of. Br- he's br- Matt Dory. He he's he's Matt Dory. us again. He's Matt Dory. It. I mean, look, I love Tohu. I mean, trying to save this week doing two trades, you know, is is I think it's good business. So look, Brandon Smith down to Sonny Luke gets me the bank to go uh, Murray to Dillbags. And yeah. then I've got over 100K left to get Alamotti up to uh, Marju if I want to do it next week. Awesome. So what do you think of those? I think that Sonny Luke, when he comes back, Brandon's averaging 34. I reckon he's probably more like a 45, yeah. maybe 50. I, I think, and I, I think, reckon that's probably Sonny Luke. I think the thing with Luke is, though, like we had concerns over his PPM, and like we saw that when he didn't get the attack. Um, look, I want it to work because, fuck, I'd love to downgrade Red Marnie. Um but, yeah, I mean, I think your trades are fine. It does hinge on Tohu, which is not ideal. But uh, let's let's answer some questions. First one comes from some fucking nobody called Adriana Saurus. What kind of fucking name yeah, is that? what a fucking loser. Why are you dinosaur-themed? Would you move Would you move on from Taruva early if it was necessary to get a gun? And obviously you and I were chatting about this off-air, and I think this is a question that does um, go to, 
you know, it's a branch on a lot of people. I know we've recommended Alamotti as a buy, but you could also recommend he's a sell. My team value is not as high as some other guys, but I'm of the opinion if you can lock in some fucking players you're not going to have to worry about, like Fafita, um, Cleary, Hines, Turbo, like if these guys don't go up in price and I lose money on them, I don't care because I'm holding them all year. Um, so yeah, if you're moving on someone like Taruva, who has been fine, like he's been good, like he's getting 50 points. Um, is he going to break even this week of three? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Obviously, obviously, like he's not he's not your classical sell. But if he's your only way, like for example, someone like a Warbrick or a, or a Cam Pereira, like these guys have massive, massive ceilings. They can just make a bunch of cash really quickly, and they're the ones I would hold on to. With Taruva, like if he's your route to a Garrick, a Mazu, a Miller, a Karaz, still, like if he's your route, yeah, I understand because you're going to hold those guys all season long. Whereas come around 27 and you're picking a side when the coaches have named half their teams out. Are you, are you like loving the, or even like round 26 um, grand final week, are you loving picking Taruva or would you rather pick Garrick? You know, so that's the thing. Like obviously, yeah, a break even of three does not scream sell for Taruva. Um, but if he's your only route to a gun, yeah, mate, I definitely think that uh, it's viable. I mean, I want Dillbags because I'm playing Schuster. So my main question is, do you cull him or do you cull the cheese? That's, that's what I want to cull. And I feel like the cheese could get up and running and score. Sort of 50, 60, I don't know. I want decent backup when Harry Grant goes off to Origin. Yeah, I want. You know, I so. want. I really want the cheese to work um, because he's a Kiwi and he'll be fucking golden through the buy period. So I really do want the cheese to work. I want that made. Yeah, so I'm just asking you, who would you sell out of cheese or Taruva if it got you? What you wanted? I just reckon you should have Captain Nico and not have a fucking issue, mate. It's pretty. Oh, cl- it's pretty well, it's, that's no help. <laughs> no, oh. look. Um, I'd probably sell cheese. Yeah. I mean, look, Sonny Luke's going to come good. I reckon he's going to be 40, 50s once he comes back. He does rely on attack, but they look shit when he's not on the field. You compared to well, shitter than when he's on the field, in my opinion. So. <laughs> I'll get him in. Let's cool. just go, Sonny Luke. Lovely. Uh, second solution asks. My bad, cracked phone. I need to pull this up. A second solution asks: How far out do you start planning for the big buy rounds? Would you be hesitant picking? Would you be hesitant trading someone that you know will have the buy in round thirteen slash play Origin? I think Payne Haas is a really good example of this because all preseason we were basically saying guys like Harry Grant and Payne Haas after round nine they become they become kind of null and void for the next ten weeks. It's tough because that's another reason why I've gone Tarpany because he's not going to have the origin affection. He's not. He does have the jewel as well. Um, but I th- what are we in now? Round five. Your big buys come in round thirteen, so you've still got eight weeks. I still think that's enough time. Like if you're looking at someone that doesn't play round thirteen now, I, you've, I think you've got enough time. If we were in round seven, round eight, different question. Yeah, I agree. I reckon there's a time where you start thinking about it, and I do. I just once I start getting to those seven, eight sort of rounds. I'm like, who, who's playing the first buy? Uh, look, you know, we're all, You do you own Fafita? I, I do, yes. Yeah, so we're obviously going to sit him because it was a 90 plus last week. He just gets points so easily. Uh, we're going to hold him. And uh, and he's not, so so Fafita, so I sold Teddy um, for round four. I sold Cleary for round three. The reason why, obviously, I'm not selling Fafita is just because of the break even more than anything, like, yeah, I, I want Teddy back. I want Cleary back, but I could get them back cheaper. I don't think you, you, I don't think you're, you're going to get Fafita cheaper for another month or so. So I don't think that, so. that yeah, also comes so down it's to all it. Maths and and, and I, I will have a point where I start to look at um, the trades that I make. You know, uh, look, I reckon I feel more comfortable relying on the cheese than I do Sunny Luke when Harry Grant's out for Origin and over those buys because there's going to be a lot of times we're going to have to play my backup hooker. 
you yeah. know, but I want to do it because it's going to give me money for Marju next week. So that's that's why it's the move for me this week. And I'll just have to, I'm going to have to play Sonny Luke if he doesn't make enough money to get me uh, up to someone better. Yeah. So that's the price you pay. Also, I just wanted to quickly note, um, you know, we're in round five now. So I'm pretty sure the free trial of Supercoach Gold for a lot of people that don't pay for it would be running out. Uh, and a lot of people are probably asking, oh, like, where do we find break-evens? Um, for your new Supercoach, for your experienced players out there, you know exactly what I'm going to say. For your new Supercoach players, um, just Google NRL SC Stats. Fucking wonderful website. I use it daily. Um, they have a section on there with the break-evens on there. Um, it might not be straight away. It might not be Monday after lockout, but it generally is done by sort of Tuesday afternoon. They all put them up. Um, but is so, there a way to pay, give this bloke some fucking yes, money? Yes, like, you can definitely donate to, to the guys, um, which I highly recommend. Um, anyone who's used it, anyone who's a serious player has always used it. So, so yeah. I'm going to go find, after this, I'm going to go give him some money. Probably because I've had seven beers. 47 beers. Um, but yeah, so new players, NRL SC stats, Google it. Uh, break evens are on there, you know, breakdowns. I'm sure you listen to a lot of podcasts that refer to base or base power or evading stats and like how do you see those everything's listed on there wonderful website off on a bit of a tangent um and the last question we have today is from data 99 are people writing off guns too early with mass people selling the likes of cleary murray tedesco munster and toe uh in the long run you'll burn trades to get them back in munster i think is the anomaly here because he was supposed to be out for three four weeks so i'm happy to write him off uh, but Cleary, Murray, Tedesco, Toto. I mean, I don't know who's selling Toto. I, I, people think everyone has to fucking score 100 every week. Like, Brian Toto scored 57 points and did nothing. Yeah. Chill. Now, Cleary, Murray, Tedesco. The reason why I have, I have sold all three of these guys. I started with them and sold all three. Comes down to so early on in the season, I want to be generating as much cash as possible as I can. Would I sell those guys in round 18, round 19? Absolutely not, because I want to be setting up for the run home. But so early on, I have always been a very aggressive trader. I'm sure you would. Ha- I'm sure people have worked that out already. I'm using boosts heavily to fix my team. I want to be generating cash. I want to be fixing mistakes and getting better guys in. Uh, Ado is a prime example of this. He traded Teddy early for Walsh and got absolutely hammered. Teddy has lost 120K or whatever, and Walsh has made piles um so it goes out of that it's a 300k price swing but in saying, you make a financial move yeah in saying that you though do. walsh has also been um the best fullback in terms of total point scored so it's worked out for you there i mean murray to ford yeah look people say oh you know they, they're going to score the same points absolutely but it's what the money does elsewhere so if i can go from a, a back rower scoring 60 to a back rower scoring 60 which then upgrades a halfback from a say 55 to an 80 no, that's where the value is. Yeah, selling Murray for Ford isn't gaining me points, but it's gaining me yeah. money to upgrade elsewhere. Yeah, we start with these guys like Murray and Cleary and hope that they come out and brain it from round one because that's what they've done in their history. But if they are below that sort of history and are below that glory highness that they are of a player, uh, they start to get financially like they look like a risk. And it is, it's like playing the stock market. You've got to just go, okay, I'm going to sell Murray. I'm going to do that for a couple of weeks. I mean, look, even holding off on Cleary just for him to get a bit of a drop, that could be the difference in your finances to do something that you want where you're getting back again. Um, also, it's all about decisions. Also, what I would say is try not to have an ego when it comes to your trades. Um, I did that in 2021 where I just put my feet in the ground and said, fuck it, Nico Hines is not coming in my team. Munster will come back. Pappenhausen will come back. He'll never come back into my team. 
it burnt me really bad. So if you make a mistake, rectify it. Um, and yeah, like I bought in Reed Marley. I thought he would be the second best hooker after the first two rounds. It hasn't worked out. I'm looking to move him on. Don't be so stubborn in your trades. Just because a player is a, a gun in the years gone by, if they're not producing, then move them on. Don't buy into this narrative of never trade a gun. Uh, in saying that though, if Cam Murray comes out and scores 95 this week, fair, fair play to him. Um, but it'll... Yeah, and I'll never say to someone, when I sell Cameron Murray and he and he goes and scores a 95 this week, I'll say, you're a fucking legend. You know, because you held him. Yeah. He's a gun. You never trade a gun. But all those other guns that we traded, that was, it was a right move. I sold Teddy. You know, I've, I've won so far. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you've got to hold your nerve. And if it pays off when you hold your nerve, I also, I also think look at it as a bigger picture. Don't just look at it as X player out for Y player in. Look at it as to why you're doing it. So, for example, for me, for example, Jackson Ford, he's not exciting, but he lets me go Boyd to Cleary. So it's, it's bigger. Boyd to Cleary, man. Like, there's bigger, yeah, there's an upgrade and a half. There's bigger things than just the one trade you're looking at. Um, let's move into our tips for the week. Um, mate, for the first four weeks in a row, I have gone four from, four, four from eight, four from eight, four from eight, four from eight. You did the exact same thing until last week. Well, you finally nudged ahead of me. You got five last week, so you are now one tip ahead of me uh, yeah, this season. I did the Raiders too. Uh, of course you did. All right, let's go the Chooks. Uh, the Chooks are a dollar fifty favorite up against the Bunnies. Uh, so up against the Eels. Yeah, I'm going the Eels. Give me the give yeah. me the Eels. Well, the Eels were good last week. It was a rousing win. Uh, it was like one of those sort of uh, you know confidence building wins. I think Matto back made a big difference. I, I, th- my I think if if any of you guys play draft stars or um you know game day squad where you have guys that like a cards that rely on points, Regan Campbell Gillard this week with no Paulo, I think it's going to be fucking huge. I'm tipping the Roosters. Oh, uh, spicy! Uh, okay. Yeah, I reckon at home they're going to be good, and I reckon this could be the game. Yeah, I was happy that you mentioned it. I reckon this is the, the game that Teddy stands up and oh, says, if Teddy, if Teddy finishes with 140, I would not be surprised and well done to no. those who held. Yeah. I am going the yeah. Parramatta Seals. Uh, the the milk up against the Penrith Panthers. We're not the milk anymore. We're forklifts. Oh, are you? Yeah, we're forklifts. Oh. Canberra Milk's moved to Sydney. Oh. We're not the milk anymore. Up the milk. Uh, anyway, I'm tipping the roost, uh, the bloody uh, the Panthers. Who were the other premiers for two years in a row? You know, that, that, that one with like the you know the greatest halfback in the last 25 years. Oh. You know, that, that guy, that team. Yeah. Well, um, I'm tipping them. Yeah, as am I. Not much more to say. Uh, another great game. Fuck, we've got two good what games. What a ripping game. Uh, the Bunnies up against Melbourne. I don't think I've ever seen Melbourne as like $2.50 betting underdogs in many, yeah. many years. Huge. I'm going the Rabbitohs. Yeah, I am too. Actually, I thought last week they hit a hit a hit a confidence. They 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 good a lot from that. It was an important day. They delivered on the on, on that big day. I reckon they grow from that this week. Slog slog, got... slog fest through the middle. It finishes eight six. Christian Welch finishes on five offloads, and he gets seventy points. Well, I, I do, I, do I have him? I sold him. <laughs> Well, you're hoping not then. Um, the Red V up against the Finns. Get your Finns out. Uh, the Dolphins are actually... Well, you've skipped the uh, Manly Seagulls. I would too. Fuck. Uh, fuck. Okay, Manly versus the Knights. Manly. Yeah, Manly too. <laughs> um, the the Finns are the underdogs in this game, which... Surprises yeah. me a bit. I mean, Look, the Dragons, they were, good the Dragons for 40 were rubbish last week, but I wouldn't be surprised if they don't bounce back this week. They were, ah. good, they were good for 40 minutes, and then they fell apart the same way they did against the, the I'm tipping the Finns. Do we have a new Faders? The Dragons, you know, they were in it with the Broncos and then Reese Walsh tore them apart. They were in it against the Sharks and then Nico Hines tore them apart. Um, 
who's going to rip it? Anthony Milford. He's going to wind back the clock. He'll put on 70 points in the last 10 minutes, Supercoach points, and... Well, I want to say uh, O'Sullivan's a big out. Yeah, isn't he? He's been so good for them, but what I, what I like about them is they're a defensive team, uh, the, the Dolphins. I reckon they hold their nerve better, and that's something the Dragons have done very well. Yeah, I think they played really well. Um, considering the occasion and considering, you know, a pack's uncorked. They're I think in that game. They played, and you've got to remember, Tessie New played on one leg the entire game. I mean, Cody Nicarima went down very early. So they were back backs against the wall. Uh, and yeah, I think Wayne Bennett's built a really, really good culture there uh, up the fins. Um, the Brisbane Broncos up against the West Tigers. Fucking hell. Mate. This is going to be 100 Hang on. points. I, I want it's to going to be a, 80 to nil. I want to have a look. In terms of betting markets... The in terms of betting markets, the Broncos are, are more of a favourite um, than the the Panthers are against the against the Raiders, and more more against Manly in the in the night. So the bookmakers think, oh, hey, you know, I'll tell you why because the Raiders made the eight last year and got to the and, second and week beat of Melbourne. finals. And the Tigers, where did they finish last year, mate? Hey, I don't think it's ever possible to finish lower than the spoon. But um, yeah, well, so that's why we're, we're, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. This, we're going to do it this year. Um, I'm tipping the, the Broncos. Yeah, same. Uh, the Cronel Sharks up against the New Zealand Warriors. Hashtag Let's Gone Warriors. Hashtag <laughs> Up the Waz. Yes. Look, they're much improved, the Warriors. Are they? They're, they're much improved. They're in the top I, bloody it looks four like, or it, it looks like It looks like, the, uh, looks like the, the Bulldogs got the wrong Panthers assistant coach. Looks like it, doesn't it? Webster's, uh, Webster's he, I think, yeah. Webster's really yeah, good. Yeah, he's having a great time there. Why wouldn't you? Look, uh, they've recruited well. They look good. Uh, Tamari Martin is out. Yes. So Volpin comes uh, in. Yeah, Volpin comes in. Uh, Martin, Tamari Martin has a concussion, I'm pretty sure, with the 11-day stand down. Um, so, yeah. How good was uh, Sean Johnson last Oh, week? mate, Sean Johnson. No, the back. Wanna, I want to quickly say, like, Sean Johnson, I won't pick him as a coach. He could be fucking $2 and I wouldn't buy him. But just to see him with a smile on his face, you know, after the game, he did the video for the Instagram. He just looks so happy. Um, yeah, I'm really, really glad for him. In saying that, uh, it's all going to come crashing down, and, and Nico Hines is going to put on a masterclass. Yeah, I'm tipping. I'm tipping. The, <laughs> we've I'm just talked. We've talked them up so much. No, I'm talking the big uh, win for the Cronulla Sharks. But if you're a Warriors fan, let's go on Warriors. They're my second favorite team. Are you? A, are you a let's go on Warriors, or are you are up the Waz? No, I'm a let's go on Warriors, hundred percent. Or actually, uh, the Bunty Society. Oh yes, shout out to, uh, Anton, Anton Poser with his uh, tenth mention of on the podcast this year. And uh, yeah. the last game of the round, one of my fave peoples in the, in the NRL Supercoach community. Absolutely, one of the last games of the round. The Bulldogs up against the Cowboys. Fuck, both these sides need to get some momentum happening. Yeah, I've got I'm the Cowboys. Oi, okay, okay, I've got the yeah. Cowboys. I got the Bulldogs. Uh, I reckon at home after oh, look, they were so close to winning that game last week. I tipped them. I thought they could get the job done over there. They sort of seem to be a team that makes mistakes one week and then they rectify on the week after. Uh, and I can't believe you're tipping the Cowboys. You fucking hate them. No, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny when like I have super coach agendas and they bleed into Twitter and people who don't follow me just think I have agendas against the team. One. I don't, I don't dislike the Cowboys, but I'm a Tigers fan. We got fucking rorted last year and then the 2005 grand final. Um, but, I mean, look, I've got, I got, I got to give love to my man Todd Payton, former Tigers cult hero. So, um, yeah. I I'm just t- reckon at home they sort of um, – I reckon they right the wrongs of last week, the mistakes they made, and I reckon they have a bounce back I'm looking forward to this they game. Grow, they look, grow a lot from that crowd. I'm looking forward to this game because I think it's the last game that we, that we don't see Scott during quarter, or it might be one more week. Uh, and then we, and then we, get, <laughs> and then we see old Trapwater back. Um, oh, my man. People are bringing him in too. 
please, please do so. Uh, all right, that has been round five done and dusted for the Dual Position podcast. Uh, you have been blessed with two very, very happy coaches this week. Um, yeah, thanks to thanks to some big moves. Hopefully, hopefully they pay off. Um, I cannot wait for the Supercoach Curse to strike this week with everyone buying Nico Hines and he gets a 41-point performance. Well, so be it. You'll have no boost to fix it. If you, if you, <laughs> big shit. Oh, too true. Uh, I've been the SC Whisperer, coach of the Ramsey Rehabs, joined by SC Adrianosaurus, coach of the Rapana Bananas. Um, yeah, we will see you the same time next week. Up the was. Love you. Let's go on Warriors. Let's go on on Warriors uh, up the wires. Whatever your preference is, we will see you uh, next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.